Welcome to the podcast, Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love. My name is Amanda Lise Love, and I'm a registered holistic nutritionist who works with those with fibromyalgia as I was diagnosed with it over 11 years ago. Now, on to today's topic, communicating your illnesses through the five love languages. There have been episodes on foods, supplements, and lifestyle changes on this podcast, but I haven't done a solo episode on relationships. Relationships play an important role in our health. This episode and next two episodes, episode 79, Boundaries and Intermittent Fasting with guest Maddie Lanston, episode 80, How to Tell People We Are Tired in a Different Way with guest Vanessa McClocky is all about improving your relationships. Have you heard of the book, The Five Love Languages? How to Express Heartful Commitment to Your Mate by Gary Chapman. I first read this book as a senior in high school. It was one of the choices as assignment for a Bible class. Since I love to read, it was an easy choice and was on the reading list to get points for English class. What I'm going to talk about is just not for those who are married, which I'm not. It could be applied as a couple if you're single like me, men, military, children, or teens anyone in your life that you want to have a better relationship with. I recently took the quiz for singles on their website and my results were 33% words of affirmation, 30% quality time, 27% acts of service, 7% physical touch, 3% receiving gifts, which you can also take on their website and I'll put it in the show notes. Author Gary Chapman says that there are five love languages. This tells us how we receive love from others. Let's talk about love language number one, words of affirmation. A good way to show love to someone is using words that will build them up. There's this quote that an anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. Verbal compliments or words of appreciation are powerful communicators of love. Simply straightforward examples Gary Chapman uses in his book, You Look Sharp in That Suit. Do you ever look nice in that dress? You must be the best potato cook in the world. I love these potatoes. I really appreciate you washing the dishes. You can use these that I mentioned, but I'm going to give you some examples if you deal with fibromyalgia and words of affirmation are your number one love language. Communicating that this is your number one language is the first thing to do. You could put these examples on an index card and stick them on your fridge. Number one. I'm so proud of you. You took a shower. Two, thank you for making the bed. Three, you got dressed and you even put on makeup. You look great. This one might seem crazy. When I was at my worst, I was in PJs for over a year, more than normal. Ladies, you understand that wearing a bra was horrible. The straps hitting my back were awful. No longer the problem. And you don't have to look your best and feel your best for this compliment. These three examples sound so simple, but mean a lot to those with words of affirmation as their first love language. Think about this. The object of love is not getting something you want, but doing something for the well-being of the one you love. It is a fact, however, that when we receive affirming words, we are far more likely to be motivated to recuperate. This works for all relationships in your life. Saying encouraging words can brighten someone's day. It can also motivate that person to do more than they think they can. 
psychologically, it helps you create a positive state of mind to hear what you're doing right. It helps you focus on what you're doing and not what you can't do. One last tip for words of affirmation are your first love language. Get a fun, pretty journal to write down every compliment. So on your tough days, this gives you some encouragement. This is what I do. Love language number two, quality time. This means giving someone your undivided attention with no distractions. In his book, Gary Chapman says that doesn't mean sitting on the couch together and watching TV because whatever you are watching has your attention, not the person who wants it. This can mean sitting on the couch with everything off and just talking to each other, actually talking to each other with your undivided attention. Other examples are taking a walk or going out to eat and looking at each other while talking. A quote from the book says, a central aspect of quality time is togetherness. I do not mean proximity. Togetherness has to do with focused attention. If you're dealing with health issues, what this can, what can you do with this? If you're married or dating someone, can you do a date night at home? Order a healthy food or make it if you're up to it and just talk? Maybe you talk about your health issues. They just listen and don't say anything. When was the last time you spent time just talking to each other and really listening? Two, friendship. If you and your friend have quality time as their love language, can you plan a weekly get-together at a local coffee shop? Or if you don't have energy for that, can you, they come over to your place? Or can you do a weekly Zoom chat? Make it fun. Call it a coffee date. Or if you like, or a or if you're like me, hates coffee, a tea date. Set a time and day so you can actually do it. If you're not up to it, that's okay. It's okay to cancel. Give yourself permission. I'm sure you will come off that Zoom call so much happier. Number three, fibromyalgia or any other health issue can get lonely if we don't have anyone to talk to about what we're going through. We're told it's all in our head why are you not doing the things you used to do? You might be told you're lazy. Can you find someone in your family or a friend circle that could sit with you and just listen? If not, you can reach out to me as this is a big thing I do with my clients as a registered holistic nutritionist. Love language number three, receiving gifts. A gift is something you can hold in your hand and say, look, he was thinking of me or she remembered me. You must be thinking of someone to give him a gift. The gift itself is a symbol of that thought. It doesn't matter what it costs. What is important is that you thought of that person, and it's not the thought implanted only in the mind that counts, but the thought expressed in actually securing the gift and giving it as an expression of love. Gifts are visual symbols of love. Visual symbols of love are more important to some people than others. Now, gifts need not to be expensive, nor must be the given weekly. But for some individuals, their worth has nothing to do with monetary value and everything to do with love. Number one, one suggests is keep a journal just of gift ideas. When you hear family members or friends say, I really like this, the best thing to do is listen carefully and you will get quite a list. Number two, Give your spouse a gift every day for one week. It could be any week. Three, offer the gift of presents. 
say to yourself, I want to offer you the gift of my presence at any event or any occasion you would like me this month. You tell me when and I will make every effort to be there. Get ready. Be positive. Who knows, you may enjoy the hockey game. You could do any of these above if you have fibromyalgia or here are a few more that you could try. Number one, if you have fibromyalgia, would it be helpful to have family or friends come clean for you or have a cleaning service? Two, new PJs. When I was at my worst, I was in PJs all the time. To have a few different PJs when you are in a flare and want to rest is the best. Number three, helping with chores and errands. The best gift would be to have help doing the chores or running the errands so then you don't have to think about it. Even bringing you food so you don't have to cook or go to the store. Love language number four, acts of service. Means doing things you know your spouse, friend, family member would like you to do. You seek to please them by serving them to express your love by doing things for them. Number one, common things to do. Washing the car, cooking a meal, painting a bedroom, washing the deck, and posting a sign that reads to spouse's name with love and sign your name. Two, ask your husband, wife, friend, family member that would, that would speak to her or him. This might mean putting things away, cleaning the dishes, the laundry, etc. Number three, more money than time. Hire someone to do the acts that you know your spouse would like for you to do, such as car, laundry, housekeeping. If you take responsibility for getting it done, you will be speaking love even when you're away. You could do any of these above. Here are a few more, especially if you have a chronic illness. Number one, pick up their mail. Two, take out the trash. Three, premiere a meal, especially if your partner does the cooking. Love language number five, physical touch. Physical touch is a powerful vehicle for communicating marital love. Holding hands, kissing, embracing, and sexual intercourse are all ways of communicating love to one's spouse. For some individuals, physical touch is their primary love language. Without it, they feel unloved. Physical touch can make or break a relationship. It can communicate hate or love. To the person whose primary love language is physical touch, the message will be louder than the words, I hate you or I love you. Examples, kissing, hugging, holding hands, sex, are always showing love through the physical touch love language. With fibromyalgia, you're going to have to figure out what you could do if you have a spouse, family member, or friend with this one. I believe that this one might be the hardest to do as I remember even having a hug was painful. When I got to the point of being able to give hugs, I gave them all the time. I can help you with this as a client. I have a supplement that I recommend to every client who deals with pain and fatigue and needs help with this. I want you to be able to enjoy giving hugs, enjoy physical touch. I do offer a free 30-minute fibromyalgia call where we could discuss your health concerns and your next steps of working with me. Reach out on social media, manaleaselove.com, or the link to schedule your 30-minute fibromyalgia call with me will also be in the show notes. I hope this packed episode shows you how to build a better relationship with the people in your life. 
Relationships play such a pivotal role in our in our lives. When we are stressed, emotional, then we go straight to the junk food instead of taking a step back and figuring out what relationships need to change. If you want to learn how to set boundaries, the next week's episode is for you. I talked to my good friend, scientist, nutrition therapist, Maddie Lonston, episode 79, Boundaries and Intermittent Fasting. An action tip. If you want to discuss this topic and be in my community of fibromyalgia action takers, then t- come join my fibromyalgia Facebook group called Fibromyalgia Real Solutions. Excited to welcome you in the group and thank you for listening.